Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we'll be traveling down to Kansas for a visit with a fine songwriter and musician, Aaron Fowler. Aaron is also a dedicated worker with the disadvantaged and in support of the healing and improvement of this world. For most of the last two decades, Aaron has been working with youth of Wichita's inner city with Hope Street Youth Development. With that in mind, I think it's appropriate to start out Aaron Fowler's Song of the Soul with a portion of the anthem of Hope Street's Students United. They call it Smash Apathy. And we're trying to make what you will be mailing and calling. You better be responding, cause we be 
is your greatest weapon. Speak, make a choice, raise your voice, show some poise. Come on, y'all, bring the noise. Engage, take the stage, shake the cage, let them know you're here to stay. And we'll stay divided until the wrongs are right at this time. We decided. Aaron, I'm so glad to finally get you to join me for Song of the Soul. It's good to be here. Aaron, tell the folks a little bit about where you are, where you've lived, where you've grown up. Well, I'm currently in Wichita, Kansas. It's where I've lived since 1979. I live here with my wife, Laura Dungan, who has also been on Song of the Soul. We have three grown children, three boys, one that's out of college, and two that are still in college. Have you ever been tempted to move elsewhere? You know, that's a good question. I grew up in Topeka, Kansas, and went to high school there and graduated and moved to Wichita in 79 and have just never left. I like the big city. I've been tempted to move to a Chicago or a New York, but somehow this boy from the Plains is happy to be right here. And in part, it's your work that has kept you there, I think. I think of you as a musician, but I think, Aaron, you also have work that's intimately tied to being in the city. That's true. That's true. My degrees are in music, choral conducting, and and did teach for 11 years, but in 1990 moved with a group of Quakers to an inner-city community. It was really at that point that my passion for working with young people, particularly high school and middle school students, sort of picked up and started teaching in 84, and then in 90, moved to the inner city here of Wichita and started working with young people and stopped teaching in 95 and led and started a nonprofit working with uh, middle school and high school students doing leadership development and empowerment work. So what kind of work were you doing with the youth? Were you just doing music with them, or was there something else that was involved in that? Actually, there was no music really involved in it. We started simply by going and being present in this neighborhood and trying to figure out what we were supposed to do, what God had called us to do in, in that community. And so started it with tutoring. We had a small tutoring program, and it grew from there, working with about a dozen junior high boys in the neighborhood to this last summer. I left Hope Street after 19 years, and we had 11 staff and worked with about 350 young people. So it had grown quite a bit. Uh, That's an amazing little transition you went through. Were there other people from the Friends of Jesus community that were part of doing that same work? At the beginning, there definitely was. Uh, We were all volunteers in 1990 when we started And so definitely there were folks that were involved both in the tutoring part and and working with the young people. Because we were all volunteers, as we looked around, saw that it was us as adults that were holding back the growth of the program. And so in 98, really dedicated myself to serving really as what became the executive director of the organization. Up until then, there were lots of the Friends of Jesus community members that were a part of that ministry. As you said, you're a singer-songwriter. This must have cut into your singer-songwriting. I mean, you couldn't go on tour full-time. Like, I'm assuming that there's been piles of demand for you to do it, at least internally, if not externally, to give more of your life to songwriting. Is that what you're going to do now, that you've stopped working with them? Yeah, that's my plan, to do more work. I'm involved with a group here in Wichita called Arts Partners. They're a part of Young Audiences, which is a national group, as well as Wolf Trap, 
uh, I have trained now as a wolf trap teaching artist, and so I'll be doing back to full-time music. So I'm real excited about that. Well, then let's dive into the music that you chose for today's Song of the Soul. Again, we're speaking with Aaron Fowler. He's a singer-songwriter musician, but interestingly enough, uh, you're not the only one who's included in your playlist today. And tell us about the first song that you chose. Well, the first song is by our oldest son, Paul Fowler. His stage name is James Paul. Paul is a wonderfully gifted singer and songwriter. He really finds himself more in the studio as a producer. But this first song is a song that he wrote called The Trek, and it really speaks to the place that I'm at right now, moving from Hope Street after 19 years onto this new path and jumping in the car and hitting the road and finding out what's out there in front of me. Say a little bit about Paul. Did he grow up in the Friends of Jesus community? Was he already grown by that time? He's clearly got strong religious leanings in there. It's, he's talking about faith frequently in his songs. Is he Quaker also? He is Quaker, and a lot of his tunes have that deep spirituality in it. He is a seeker, and I guess that's one of the things that draws me to his music is just this depth of spirituality that calls people to inspect their life and find out what's there and get moving. Well, speaking of getting moving, let's play the track. It's by Paul Fowler. He's the son of today's Song of the Soul guest, Aaron Fowler. Drop all your things, get in the car
That was Paul Fowler. He's the son of our guest today for Song of the Soul, Aaron Fowler. And the song was The Trek. And Aaron, in that song, one of the lines is, Still, I don't know where I'm going. Is that really what point you find yourself at? I mean, you're not a spring chicken anymore. You're supposed to know by this age where you're going, what you're doing? Well, I guess maybe you're supposed to, but I guess one of the things that I find is that I'm definitely aware that I'm on a journey, and I think each of us are on that journey, whether we're 10, 12, 48, or 88, hopefully we're still on that journey of faithfulness. The track also has the sense of long-distance travel. I mean, it's really keep going, keep going, keep going. Are you feeling energized at this point, or are you tired, or maybe you're worn out from the other trek, and now you're on a different trek? I think it's all one trek. I think that's the feeling in Paul's song, is that life is a journey. It is the trek, and at different points, there are different chapters. There may be different car rides, but this is the place where I'm at at this point, still on the journey and trying to find out what faithfulness means to me. I think it was three years ago that the Friends of Jesus community ceased to exist. What kind of transition was that for you? Well, what did that change in your life? Well, mostly it had really changed a few years before that. Our family, the, the Friends of Jesus community, lived in a 10-unit apartment building with folks from the inner city. It was an 850-square-foot apartment, three bedrooms, and when our three boys got to be junior high and the smell of sweat socks seemed to penetrate more than anything else, it was time to find a little bigger place. So we actually moved out of that building in 2001. So physically I had been away from the community. Hope Street was still in the neighborhood, so I still went back every day and actually probably spent more time in the inner city than I did here at the house. But the laying down of the community was tough, although several of us are still involved in our Quaker meeting out at Heartland Friends Meeting here in Wichita. So it was tough, but I think the reality is you cannot hold on to stuff when it's time to let go. Yeah, and if we do hold on too long, it can have negative consequences for us and for the people we're working with. So I think there's probably some wisdom going on there. I got to know you because you're a musician at the national gathering that's called French General Conference Gathering, where a 1,000 or 2,000 Quakers get together each year. You've been leading folk music at noon. It's called the Noon Sing. Tell me a little bit about your history with music. Were you a coffeehouse-type folk singer through your early life, or how did that come into your life? Where did it come from? What kind of music have you done? I am a folky, I guess. My music started in junior high when I got a guitar for Christmas one year, and sitting in eighth grade math class, I was sitting next to a kid, and we were singing and probably getting in trouble, and this kid said, hey, we need a singer in our band. Would you be willing to come? And I said, well, yeah, but I don't play any instruments. I got a guitar for Christmas, and, and Steve said, if you come and sing, we'll teach you how to play guitar. So... Junior high was when I learned how to play guitar and was influenced by the group America and Simon and Garfunkel and Seals and Crofts and the Beatles and sang in bars, I guess, long before I was 18, but was able to sing and share music that way and then ended up going to college and getting a degree in music education, but still kept that folk experience all the way through playing guitar playing in a Catholic folk group that my friend Steve was a part of in high school and then continued to 
play guitar until now. Do you keep up a website now? Yes, we've got several. All of them hopefully will be folded into one, but Laura and I, our website is FowlerDungan.com. I also have a website for the children's music that I do called RoomDad.com, which may be a good sort of segue into the second song that I've chosen, which is actually written by a group of students and I at a residency here in Kansas. Say a little bit about that. I was curious. At one point when I was listening to the song, I was thinking maybe it was for your mother or someone like that, but then I heard in there 17 children. And so I was—I didn't think you came from that big a family. No, there's just three of us in our family. This song was written by a group of students in Glasgow, Kansas. It's a residency that I've done for the last eight years and have the privilege of going to Glasgow. It's a small rural community in northern Kansas of about 450 students. And I go each year and gather a group of fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, and we together interview the elders in the community. Each year pick maybe six to eight elders, and the students the first two days have a series of questions, and they interview the older person, and then the next two days we spend writing songs based on that story that the elder told, and then on the fifth day, on the final day, on a Friday, we have a concert in which the students are up on stage and the whole school comes and the town comes and the elders are up on stage and the students read a short one-page sort of biography of the elder and then we sing the song. And so that's what this particular song was about, about a woman from Glasgow who did have 17 children, not my mother though. She's lived in our town all of her life childhood without any strife daily chose throughout her life in 1940 she became a wife and the chores of a mother are never done she's up in the morning before the sun She's tending the children who are in need. Seventeen children started with Mary to the bus stop. Oh, no one could tarry, helping each other, always caring. Not a day goes by when a mother's not weary. And the chores of a mother are never done. She's up in the morning before the sun. There's laundry to wash and mouths to feed. She's tending the children who are in need. All of her children were raised on the farm. And the big city charms Tending the animals with a strong arm Praying each day that they come to no harm And the chores of a mother are never done 
She's up in the morning before the sun. There's laundry to wash and mouths to feed. She's tending the children who are in need. There at the school, she would cook for the kids. Pots and pans, there were dishes and lids. But now she's retired, they're putting out bids. But still she cooks for her own grown-up kids Because the chores of a mother are never done She's up in the morning before the sun There's laundry to wash and house to feed She's tending the children That was Chores of a Mother, Aaron Fowler performing it, but he wrote it cooperatively with students in Glasgow, Kansas. So Aaron, we worked out the fact that this song about a mother with 17 children is not about your mother. Can you tell us the name of the woman that you and your students immortalized in this song? Evelyn Williamson was the woman who had 17 children, and a fun thing, a couple years after we wrote that, Laura and I were actually performing at a festival near Glasgow, and Evelyn came, and several of her children were with her, so we were able to sing the song for her that day at that festival, and that was kind of cool. You mentioned earlier that you have a website, roomdad.com, for the young people's music that you do. How much are you young people's music? I I thought maybe that between you and Laura, you'd probably perform at every fundraiser around every good cause. Together as a duo, we mostly do adult audiences, coffee shops, church and meeting gatherings. But really as an artist, my time mostly is with young people in schools, predominantly in Kansas. Maybe that will change now that I'm a lot more free to travel the countryside. I don't think we're including any of your young people's music in today's Song of the Soul. You want to mention anything about that music, though, that, just in general? I mean, I suppose we can find it out at roomdad.com. Right. It's really, it's just songs that are for kids, songs about kids, our three kids growing up, what that was like. Uh, a lot of the songs that I do and have written are actually not recorded yet. I just have not had the time to get in the studio. They're songs that I use particularly with kindergarten and pre-kindergarten and first and second graders around what's called phonemic awareness, just helping young people learn letter sounds. So there's been a whole series of songs that I've written around that. The only songs that have been recorded in terms of the songs that young people have written are these songs that are a part of the Glasgow series. We record those each year. So Kids in the Car, is that a children's song or is that an adult song? Well, you know, it's interesting. It is a kid's song, but it's from the perspective of the parent who's driving the car. Which, with your three kids, I guess you did a fair amount of it. Fair amount of carting kids, absolutely. Where should we go next on your Song of the Soul journey? Let's go to a really deep song that I find important. It's a David Wilcox song. It's on his Underneath album, and it's entitled Underneath. And There's a line in it in the chorus that says that we're tossed on the waves of the surface, 
but that there's a much stronger stillness underneath all that. And, I, and for me, as hectic as my life has been, running a nonprofit and trying to do some music and raising children and being a part of a Quaker meeting, sometimes I find myself tossed on the waves of the surface instead of really trying to find that stillness that rests underneath. And it just reminds me to continue to search for that stillness and that place of centeredness. Let's dive into the music right away. It's by David Wilcox. It's called Underneath. I know that compassion is all out of fashion And anger is all the rage Grow up and give in to that cynical spin That you see on most every page all know what's wrong with the system And how the people are puppets and fools And if they're not strong, it will trick them They get used up like factory tools And kids just give up in those schools What is it really that's keeping me from living a life that's true? When the worries speak louder than wisdom, it drowns out all the answers I knew. So I'm tossed on the waves of the surface. Still the mystery is dark and deep With a much more frightening stillness underneath always comes easy but easy does not make it right courage can look past that surface but fear will still put up a fight and when I get scared and scattered and I don't know doesn't matter why fight when you know you can't win it's easier just to give in what is it really that's keeping me from living a life that's true when the worries speak louder Drowns out all the answers I knew So I'm tossed on the waves of that surface Still the mystery's dark and deep With 
was underneath David Wilcox. It's part of the songs being selected today by our guest, Aaron Fowler. That song grabbed me right from the beginning, the I know compassion is all out of fashion and anger all the rage. Is that how you feel about the world too? I mean, is this speaking your worldview? Absolutely. Working with young people over the last 19 years, middle school and high school, inner city students, I think those behaviors, and not necessarily from the young people, but their experiences, it's their experience back towards them. So I saw it quite often in the lives of the young people that I had the privilege of working with. It's somewhat frightening to a number of us. We've maybe, I think that it feels like we've moved away from a gentle, considerate society to something that's a little rougher where anger, rage, that's really acceptable now. Weren't you frightened to work in the inner city? Wasn't that dangerous? You know, lots of people said that, particularly when we moved, particularly my parents. And it never really was. And I don't know why that was. I guess what I take it to be is that when you are doing what you are called to do and you are clear that you are meant to be and to do whatever this is, that that assurance of being in the right place just sort of melts away the fear and the concern, uh, the negative kind of concern that might debilitate your ability to do what you're supposed to do. So, No, I never was frightened or scared. It was a great experience. What was it that led you to do this? I know the next song coming up is called Find Your Life, and it feels like there must have been a moment there where you found a really strong calling, a real strong leading, and maybe even a pushing of the spirit, that this is the direction to go. How did that come about? Were you raised Quaker, by the way? I was not raised Quaker. I was raised Methodist, but went to Fringe University here in Wichita um, in 1979, graduated in 84. And it was while I was at Friends that I started attending a Quaker meeting here in, in Wichita and really found a deep love for George Fox and John Woolman and all of the early Valiant 60 folks. And so that's where I've found my home over these last several years. Did that then have something to do with you going into this community and starting up Hope Street? Yeah, I think so. It was the group of Quakers that were meeting together and sort of were dissatisfied with what we had called church as usual. And as much as we tried to bring the poor into our neighborhood, it just wasn't the right thing. And so it really meant for us to go out and find our life. Where were we supposed to be? What were we supposed to be doing? And it's in that giving up of being apathetic. Those lines are in this next song that, that Paul wrote. It's when we give up being apathetic that we're really able to find where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing. It's not time for solace. No steady peaceful calm. 
song was Find Your Life. It's by Paul Fowler. Stage name is James Paul, and he's son of today's Song of the Soul guest, Aaron Fowler. Giving up apathy. 
I do really find that cynicism, and I think it's mentioned in that song, cynicism is such a a part of upcoming generation. I think it, maybe it happened as early as when I was coming of age, but I just don't think that cynicism 50 years ago used to be the norm. Have you seen that kind of change in your own life? You're just uh, several years younger than I am. I think it is very easy to give up and give in, but when I listen to like Paul's music and stuff, to see his enthusiasm and encouragement for sort of smashing apathy. And I I see it and saw it in our young people at Hope Street. Their tagline was smash apathy. And in fact, it was their website that our young people at Hope Street came up with called smashapathy.org. And what they talk about is it's not that young people are apathetic. It's just that young people are never given a chance to be a part of the process. And when we give young people that opportunity to be a part of the process and to smash apathy, that they're really able to break down the walls and to be productive in society and in the communities in which they find themselves living, whether it's their neighborhood or their school. Well, speaking of breaking down walls, why don't you go right into the next song by Peter, Paul, and Mary. I love this song. For me, it talks about walls that are outside, physical walls, They have to come down between nations, between countries, between neighbors. But it also, for me, has this imagery of walls within ourselves that have to fall in order so that we can keep moving in a positive direction. And when those walls are up, they keep us off course. They keep us apathetic. They keep us from doing what we're supposed to be doing. So some walls must fall. Some walls are made of stone Sometimes we build our own Some walls stand for years And some wash away with tears Some walls Some walls are lined with gold Where some hearts stay safe and cold Some walls are made of doubt Holding in and keeping out If there's any hope for love at all Some walls must Some walls are made in fear That love let go will disappear If there's any hope for love at all Some walls must fall How will you ever know what might be found?
If there's any hope for love at all, someone, someone, someone must fall. Some walls by Peter Paul and Mary. And yes, some walls have to fall. Of course, we think of the Berlin Wall, we think of the Iron Curtain, we think of those kinds of walls. But on a personal level, Aaron, how have you experienced that, the walls that had to fall within you for you to move forward, for you to find your wholeness? I think that there are walls between people and people groups. My work in the inner city of Wichita here really meant that I had to address my own prejudices around African-American folks. And what I found was they were human, just like me. The walls of prejudice around gay and lesbian folks has been a powerful experience for me, finding folks that I knew and loved as friends. And then, you know, when they came out, it meant that those walls of prejudice around gay and lesbian had to fall. Walls then within my own self about who I am as a person also had to fall so that I could see who that I was, uh, see who that I am, and become more whole. So tell us about the next song. You've got a short one coming up here, short, beautiful one that I think that once our listeners hear it, they're going to walk around singing it to themselves constantly. Tell us about If Not Now. This John Gorka tune is just short. I mean, it's just beautiful, and I think the words are very simple. I'm not sure where they have come from. I've tried to do some research. I know there is a Jewish scholar who I think, Heller, H-I-L-L-E-L, who I think may be given credit for this, but he says, if not now, when? And I guess as I think about our work in the world, the work that I've done with young people, and the work that's still ahead for all of us to make this world a better place, if not now, when? This tune really speaks to me. If not us, not them If not now, then when If not here, nor there If not this world, then where If not us, not them If not now, then when If not here, nor there If not this world If not us, not them If not now, then when If not here, nor there If not this world, then where That little gem is by John Gorka, If Not Now. Certainly an inspirational tune for me to carry with me as I walk down the road. And I want to jump right now. We haven't heard a lot of music by you in this Song of the Soul, and I think that is, Aaron, because you haven't recorded a lot yet. But probably over the next year you'll have at least three CDs coming out, right? (laughs) I don't know about three, but I know that lots of people have been harassing me about that, so I'm hoping to get it recorded and Paul has a a studio in his house, so maybe father and son will be spending significant time together here in this next year. 
when I spoke with Laura, she also, for her Song of the Soul, did not include music that was by the two of you because, as I'm, we mentioned, you haven't recorded that. But this next song is one that you did record of your own. Can you give me the history of Holy Spirit Come? Holy Spirit Come was a song that I wrote at Youthquake in 2003. I was one of the folks who was honored to be asked to come and speak to a group of young people, and I always just see it as a great privilege when young people actually want you to come and say something to them. So this song really talks about the different images, the different words that we use for God. Some folks call it spirit. Some folks call it living Christ. Some call it Jesus. This song really, for me, just brings together all of that language. And whether we're evangelical Quakers or liberal Quakers, it's about allowing the Holy Spirit, the living presence, the living Christ to come and to be a part of us. So this is a song that I wrote for the young people at Youth Quake in 2003. Holy Spirit, come.
Holy Spirit Come by Aaron Fowler. Beautiful the way that that spans the experience that a lot of people have of the same thing that is really beyond our words. It's really beautiful. Thank you for that gift of that song, Aaron. Well, having had uh, experience in all three of those camps, I felt like it really did come from inside me. Sometimes as songwriters, we have to work real hard at writing songs, and other times they just seem to flow through us. That was a coming-through-me kind of song. I think we've got time for one more song. What do you care to go out with? I would love to share a song with a buddy of mine, Joe Jenks. Joe is a local 1000 Union brother of mine and has been to Wichita several times and performed with him on a couple of occasions. And Joe is a terrific songwriter. And this song, Come With Me, is a song that as I left Hope Street in July of 2009, it was a song really that inspired me to move into this next phase, this next journey, this next part of the journey that God has for me. I don't know what it's going to be. I have not a clue. But my hope is that I will be able to do and say the right things and be in the right place at the right time. And Joe's song really helped center me and move me into that place. Joe Jenks, come with me. I feel the current raging around me Try to summon up my strength once more I'm weary on this journey Afraid I will not reach that distant shore I cry for help Feel like I'm sinking There is no one near me I can't see But there you are In the water with me Take my hand and guide me graciously Will you come with me on this journey? With every breath we take, keep preaching for the dawn. I know alone that I will falter. With a good friend near me, I will carry on. There is a kind.
by Joe Jenks. Last song today for Aaron Fowler's Song of the Soul. I want to remind folks again that there's a couple different sites that you'll be able to track Aaron Fowler down on. Roomdad.com is one of them, but I'm pretty sure you're going to wrap that into your music on FowlerDuncan.com. Is that true? Actually, the one that is going to be sort of the, the point website is AaronFowler.org. And I'm hoping that my music and my teaching and the work that I've done as a nonprofit director and some of the trainings that I may be able to provide, hopefully AaronFowler.org will be the place where all of that will be housed, including RoomDad and FowlerDungan.com. And just for your information out there in Radio Land, you can always find them via my site, northernspiritradio.org. In case you have trouble spelling Aaron or Fowler, I'm kind of spelling challenged myself, but northernspiritradio.org should be straightforward for you. And you can come to my site, listen again to that program. You can hear programs by other people, find links like the one to aaronfowler.org, and you'll be able to keep up with our performers Thanks so much, Aaron, for taking time today for the good music, and I really wish you well on this trek, on this journey. I'm glad you brought us along with you. Thank you. It's been great, Mark. My guest today for Song of the Soul, by phone from Wichita, Kansas, has been Aaron Fowler. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can 